Well, good day, folks. Uh, welcome to another episode of One Small Step. Uh, this is Ren, and today <clears throat> we are joined by Raphael McCready, who is the founder and managing director of Decimal Agency. Raph, thank you so much for, uh, for coming on our show. Thank you for the invite. Awesome. Uh, Raph, by way of introduction, would you mind sharing with us a little bit of your personal and professional journey, whatever you're comfortable with? Cool. So, um, as, as, as the name goes, Rafael McCready, I'm a, a Johannesburg-born um, um, entrepreneur with, I suppose, a fire in my heart and a passion for, for advertising. Um, um, I've been an entrepreneur for the past 11 years now, I'm 35 years old now, and um, um, I must say that it's the, it's the excitement and the unknown that drives um, myself to be a leader and, and to naturally add value to the advertising community. Brilliant. So uh, just for our listeners sake, Raphael and I used to work together a long time ago and uh, it's, it's been incredible to see your journey uh, and to follow it and to see from where, where we come from and, and to this beautiful monster you've, uh, you've created all by yourself. Don't you want to explain to us what triggered your desire to start your own business and maybe the events that led up to making the final leap? I think being an entrepreneur is certainly something that's innate. I think it's a fire... And I feel that it's a fire that burns within your soul that, that, that you can't necessarily sort of ignore or, or dull. Um, that hinges on the fact that when you're an entrepreneur, albeit highly risky, affords you the opportunity to make decisions so you can affect change within yourself or the industry or a market or a segment far quicker as opposed to necessarily being employed or being another number in a business that's been given a mandate to do A, B, and C. Sure. Um, so that really, really, really motivated me. Um, that's the Hollywood version. The real version is a dumb naivety of a 23-year-old who thinks he knows everything. <laughs> Bono, and he said, he said, sometimes when you're 19 years old, you think you can take over the world. And sometimes you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, sounds true for you. Uh, Decimal Agency, uh, what are your core business offerings? The Elevator Pitches, we're a through-the-line advertising agency that focuses on um, um, narrative. Storytelling is very important to me and us. By way of example, the same way we teach you know, children morals, ethics, and values, we do it through stories, be it you know, Humpty Dumpty or um, um, you know, the Three Little Pigs. They all have a moral, ethic, and value that that's attributes to it. And when we develop campaign strategies and, and um, uh, communication journeys, they're all hinged around narrative but we do anything and everything i guess i wouldn't necessarily say we're sort of jack of all trades and a king of none but we shoot television commercials all that to develop flies inside store um we write code and we have a very strong digital um offering anything that's done outwardly needs to have some sort of online presence Mm. super important because that's where people are making their decisions for sure However, there's no such thing as a silver bullet in advertising. It doesn't exist. People used to think it was social media, and it certainly is it. It's about a culmination of efforts, communication efforts that you know, build this, this ecosystem that eventually lands up at the consumer's, uh, consumer's door. Mm. Um, can you talk us through your journey, or the journey you're on now, having to change your mindset from essentially, I'm, I'm sure when you, when you started out, it was, it was you. You were the telephone lady, the tea lady, and the, and the CEO, um, to now leading quite a large team. How these changes have impacted the way you work and the way you think, the way you act? Our journey, in summary, is that we will be a global advertising agency. 
that's what we naturally all aspire to here. And um, a strong catalyst behind that is that if you know large corporates or large organizations could have done could have done it in the 60s and 70s using a fax machine. I'm telling you, we can do it now using the internet. Mm. The world's a much smaller place um, than, what it, than what it used to be. And I suppose about um, dealing with change and um, malleable change is certainly having an element of grit and um, um, what they define as loose robes. You know, you can't necessarily take anything personal um, be it a, a challenge or a setback as such. Mm. And also understanding that, you know, being the one man to being um, inside a position now where there's 27, 28, 29, 30 of you, is also understanding that um, everybody has their own dynamic and everybody's going through something or fighting a battle that you know nothing about. Mm. If you can bring the humility into, into leading a team, they should naturally embrace you, follow you, and, and you, you, will, you will achieve your goal, which is, you know, like I said, ours is becoming a global advertising agency. It's brilliant. I love the way how, how your, your dream is, uh, is having a global agency, but that you haven't lost sight of the fact that your dream is run by human beings and that you give a damn yeah. about them. The fact that you, they, they're fighting battles that, that you might know nothing about and that you care about that, I think, is, is key. To, to a successful business, you know. I'm also in huge adoration of of and for autonomy. You know, I think that if we can make the operational efforts of the staff easier by inducing a piece of technology, you'll allow them to be more more of themselves. Mm. You know, um, by way of example, um, we don't have leave forms laying on managers' desks requesting leave. We have um, a software as a service we discussed earlier um, that automates it and um, uh, makes the process a whole lot quicker. Um, instead of making this long, laborious thing that, we, that used to be done a certain way many, many years ago. Yeah, no, that's great. Tony Robbins says there's, uh, there's, no, there's no failure, there's just education. So can you share, share, sorry, can you share some educational learnings uh, during, uh, during your leadership journey? I happen to agree with Tony. Um, we were discussing earlier before we first started, started recording that there's there's no mistakes, only lessons. Sure. And um, I suppose a key one is 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 understanding that um, great relationships are separated by good paperwork. Mm. You know, people sit inside a boardroom or you sit inside um, a meeting with a client. Everyone's excited. You're excited. The client's excited. But it's that discipline of making sure that the paperwork is in order. Um, that will alleviate any sort of you know gremlins down the line. Mm. Um, it's super super important for us to make sure that the documentation that we do with clients based on a KPR or a service level agreement is in check. And the reason why I give you that example is because far too often small businesses and small agencies will turn a blind eye to the discipline of the paperwork because they feel that they will intrinsically lose the deal or the offer or the pitch or the sale. Mm. Because the minute you ask someone to sign something, they put up a barrier of concern. So, well, hold on a second, what am I signing? Sure. Um, but if you communicate that in, in the beginning and actually sensationalize it like we do, um, um, you naturally make the conversation down the line easier and you forego any sort of inherent risk that may pop out down the line that would require some sort of um, you know, record. So, listen, we both agreed on this and this is what we, what we signed on. Like I said, contract, SLA, um, invoice, quote, whatever, whatever it may be. Sure. Uh, so I, th I think the, the cool thing I would imagine about running an agency is it's a much more 
although you're de dealing with corporate clients, it's a, it's, it's a creative and a fun space to be in, right? Um, and so, so culture will play a major role in, in how you run your business. What, what internal culture are you striving for? And what are some of the challenges when attempting to instill the culture? That's a great question, especially you mentioned, mentioned the office. The hardest thing about an advertising agency is how does an advertising agency advertise itself? It's like yeah. a shoemaker's got no shoes, right? So our office needs to be very theatrical and very Instagrammable. We've got things inside that we want people to naturally take a photograph and share online and that ultimately get out, get out the message of who we are and, and, mm -hmm. and our space, which we're very proud of. Culture is hinged upon that. Um, if we have a great working office and a great environment, our staff create advocacy inside their personal domains. You know, mm -hmm. the guy standing around a bra on the weekend saying how awesome it is because his office has got a pool table inside it or a shower or a swing or whatever the case is, mm -hmm. uh, naturally elevates their own equity because they work at a cool company and it holds holds the company in higher regard. Yeah. But in summary, someone once gave me a piece of advice and said, make sure you've got a good job and a good mattress because you spend your life in both of them. Hmm. So we have a duty to make sure that the, 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 the office in which our staff operate in is fun, it's welcoming, um, um, and is um, hinged, hinged, hinged on, on, on one of our values about inspiring our teammates. Um, we don't want to have a sort of demotivated working environment where, where people just come in and, and sort of get the job done. Um, we want one of excitement, passion, and uh, voice. Everyone here has a voice, right? So it isn't a case of saying, well, you know, just the management has voices or the people have been here, here the longest. Um, in lieu of that, whenever we get a brief from a brand, we actually stick the whole business inside a room and say, right, let's hear it, you know? And Brilliant. some of the best ideas have come from the most junior people in the business. Mm -hmm. And that as a collective um, um, working together makes the idea a success instead of you know, sitting in the top level of your ivory tower saying, this is my idea and I'm the boss and it's going to work. Sure. Um, so it's about one of, 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 of embracing. Brilliant. Uh, any advice for CEOs, MDs of companies to grow or to lead better? I think that guy's name's Ben, ben Horowitz or, or John Horowitz. That was another quote. Um, he said that um, when he started a business, he slept like a baby he was up crying every two hours. <laughs> and I think you're going to be a CEO or you're going to be an entrepreneur. Um, you must certainly um, be determined and resilient. If you can align back to your vision and use that as a yardstick or a de facto, you know, you may sway left or right in, in, in certain, certain situations, but as long as you're moving, you're, you're, you're moving forward. Yeah. And also understand that... Um, Money is a tool. It needs to be respected and used as such. And you, you, you know, you never, you never want to necessarily save yourself into bankruptcy, albeit that you can't be reckless and just go, you know, um, um, waste waste your money. As well as understanding that um, your staff are part of your solution and not problem. And if you motivate them enough and, and give them clear objectives, you will get the best out of them. Mm. You know, instead of uh, them arriving at work to work for a salary then I work for a purpose purpose is a massive massive Brilliant, thing yeah. and and I'm very very privileged and proud to live in an era of life where you can you can drive a business based on on purpose the soft gooey stuff that you wouldn't necessarily in the 70s you wouldn't have been one of the money if you spoke about you know sure. um, uh, passion oriented things inside a business um, whereas we are now mm -hmm. I think we must never lose that brilliant What's your view on the current state of the advertising industry in South Africa in particular? 
think there's some really great pieces of creative coming out, some really great campaigns. Um, there's some really good agencies doing really good work. However, I often ask myself, what, is, what are we not seeing? What are we not hearing? What is not being displayed? And that's born from the fact that because we're inside a recession, or we, 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 we're, we're amidst recessionary times, a lot of the key decision makers, like the brand managers or marketing managers or MDs, are not swinging for the fences. They've lost their bravery. Because they're saying, well, if we get the campaign out or, we, or we, we revert back to the initial idea or the one that's going to play the safe ball, if it doesn't work, I've met my KPI or I've done what I need to do, I can't lose my job. Sure. Um, whereas the brands that are being very brave and actually are swinging for the fences and saying, well, we can um, do these cool, creative and uh, brave things are yielding the, uh, uh, a result. So I wouldn't say it's, it's at its best, but... I think the best is still to come. Sure. Uh, are you at liberty to, to discuss some of the brands you work with and maybe some campaigns that you've created? Absolutely. We're, we're very proud of the clients that we have. And I think um, uh, our view is to say that, you know, a business of ours, five years old, um, 30-something staff, to have brands such as um, um, Stir Chemical and Krispy Kreme, Bosch, Siemens, Gaganau, Tuffy's, you know, Tuffy's school shoes are very special one for me because they, they sell nearly 4 million pairs a year mm. and 98% of the shoes manufactured here in South Africa, 65 Brilliant. years old. So you can think about the job, the, the job components in lieu of that. Mm. We've got some really cool clients who recently signed on. One is Salsa, Salsa Mexican Grill, um, also very special to me. You know, I believe we're going to get them to a point or we're going to get the habitual way of someone asking about food um, to the point where Mexican will always be an option. You know, someone says, what do you feel like, Italian? Or do you feel like Chinese? Or, you sure. know, Mexican's got to be part of that list. Brilliant. Um, which, is, which is cool. And um, um, we're also doing some very nice stuff inside a business-to-business environment. Um, logistics company, Rolly Grinrod. Um, we do a bit of work with DSV. Pilot Crush Tech's another good one, Stanley Inspection. Um, those really excite me because there's a lot of strategic communication to open up doors as opposed to just, you know, running a TV ad per se sure. or, or, or something online. Um, but other than that, we, like I must say, I think a very big draw card for us in terms of staff acquisition is, is the very cool brands that we have. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's a very, very special thing. In one basket to have salsa, stir chemical and uh, Krispy Kreme wonderful, yeah. is, is special, you know, um, and, and, and I'm very proud of, proud of them and proud of, proud of our staff. Awesome. So, so if our listeners want to get hold of you so they can tap into some of this creative genius, how can they get hold of you? Remember, I said shoemakers got no shoes, but we do have a website. Um, it's only one page, uh, decimalagency.com. Um, also on your normal social channels, uh, just search Decimal Agency on site Instagram or, or Facebook, you'll find us. And um, um, yeah, very, very exciting times ahead of us. Believe greatly in South Africa, believe greatly inside the potential of the economy. I saw yesterday that um, the Rand is one of the best performing currencies this year so far. You know, it's not doom and gloom. It's just about having a bit of faith. You know, without, without faith, what do we have? Sure. We may as well be optimistic. We yeah. may as well try hard, you know, because um, giving up is not, not an option. Excellent. Rav, thank you so much for your time. Uh, thank you You're for welcome. making me feel so welcome in, in your domain. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, Thanks and, for visiting. Uh, and all the best, but all, all the best for your future. We, we hope to see amazing things, more amazing things coming out of these offices. You're a gent. Thank you so much. Great. Folks, that was uh, Raphael McCready from Decimal Agency. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of One Small Step and we'll see you next week. Take care.